0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Scotty Show. Uh, today, I got my homie Mac Rowe. Uh, how you doing, homie? You, what's good, man?
1: What's going on, Scotty? Thanks for having me on, man. Thanks for having me here.
0: Ain't no problem, man. Uh, I, I'm really excited, man, because uh, like I'm just now, you know, getting more artists on here, and I'm just excited for you know you're, you're the second you're, you're the second or third artist I've had on here, man. So I'm really excited about this one, and uh, like I, I'm really like you know uh getting like that nerdcore, that that anime rap like I want to like you know push that you know that these kind of artists out because I feel like uh, I feel like it's like a whole wave that like people are really like I I wouldn't say people are sleeping on it but like it's something that's like you know going to be popping when you know everything you know fully opens up on our end I know in Florida y'all lit bro y'all lit as fuck over there Bro, man, we don't
1: give a damn out here. It's, it's it's regular life out here for the most part.
0: Yeah, bro, y'all lit out there, bro. Um, I I, I want to visit out there uh, one day. I got I got out there, but um, man, yeah. tell tell us tell us about yourself, bro. Uh, and you know where where you're from. You know, t- tell the people that don't know
1: you, man. Got you, got you. Real quick, I just wanted to interject because uh, I always, I'm I'm so new to this nerdcore scene. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. for me, it's just a label. I'm an artist. Period. You know mm-hmm. what I mean like I, I make music you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. And, and I happen to make nerdcore like that's how, mm-hmm. I've, been, how, how I've been trying to label it because yeah. I don't want like to I don't ever like to confine myself to a box and be like yeah, oh yeah. As an I nerdcore. just make nerdcore music no I mm-hmm. I, make everything. I literally am just getting into it I have three four albums on iTunes right now that have nothing to do with anime you know what <laughs> I mean yeah. so it's like I don't want people to think I'm just a nerdcore artist but at the same time, I'm diving into this community and diving into yeah. the, the nerdcore music. So mm-hmm. I do, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not against it, but I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I just wanted, just wanted to clarify that.
0: That's not like, like you're not like uh i honestly i get that because like the first track i ever heard from you was that was that we track bro that when you're gonna pass the weed, like bro, that shit's fire i was like oh shit was, and that's what made me like reach out i was like bro that's, that's, i was like that shit's fire and like like the yeah. and everything so like i honestly get where you are coming from like yeah you know, no and, kind of the same way too. I,
1: I appreciate that appreciate you checking that track out man yeah no fucking uh but shit, who am I? I'm, I'm Marcus. I, well, that's my name. You know what I'm saying? Marcus. And uh, I go by Macro. I've been doing music for over 15 years. I'm 30 years old. I started when I was 14. So I've, you know, I've been at this for a while. And um, I'm from Arizona, uh, but I'm currently living in Florida. Uh, I got a, a bachelor's degree in business entertainment. I run a recording studio. That's where I'm at right now in the recording studio. And, you know, I do videography. I want to eventually be a director, you know, one day, Um, you know, just all kinds of stuff. Pretty much anything entertainment wise or like media wise, like I love, I just love being creative, period. I, you know, I do, like I said, music. I can make beats. I can uh, do videos. I do graphics. I like to draw. I've been getting into a lot more drawing. Especially because I have a couple of manga ideas that I would hope to, you know, get turned into an anime one day. So, mm. you know, I'm just trying to get better at drawing so I could create some characters and whatnot. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's kind of me in a nutshell, man.
0: Dude, that's crazy. I didn't know you had a fucking uh, bachelor's degree. That's wild. So, um, yeah. what what uh what like you know how how did you know you wanted to do entertainment and entertain like and it's so crazy because like you know it, it, like would you say like florida is like the home of you know i would say like the like the main places of entertainment would be florida las vegas and maybe cali and new york like those are like the ma- main places of entertainment but if you like i feel like real entertainment you would find it in florida
1: like really good entertainment well- Definitely recently, definitely more, more so in the last like 10 years, Florida has just put a stamp on, on the industry. Uh, But you know, how uh, before that it was New York, Cali, Atlanta, and Texas, like, you know, Houston, Dallas area. Those were like the main cities uh, for like hip hop at least. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, Florida has really just starting to rise to the the cream of the crop out here. um, No, I mean, it's like, for me. My whole journey into the music was, you know, I, I was playing basketball, I was on the team or whatever. And clarification, I wasn't on the team. I had to be the manager due to some complications. Yeah. So I'm not even gonna sit here and cap like I was I was on the team. I was the manager, but I was on the bus and you know, like when you're coming home from an away game and you won and then the energy is just everyone's hype. Everybody okay. free silent. So, Okay, they're freestyling. They're freestyling, but they're doing this. Uh, it's like this, like chant thing. Like my name is Marcus. Yeah, yeah. And I can't rap. Yeah, yeah, and when I try to, yeah, I sound like crap. That was my <laughs> first little little stumble upon. Yeah. Let me try to rhyme, bro. Everybody in the bus went crazy. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. I got goosebumps in that moment, and I yeah. knew it. I was like, damn, I just said a few words. And I, I got this kind of reaction. I'm like, I, I like this feeling. Yeah. So I was like very interested in music. So just took it from there. And I'm just a super independent person. So I started recording myself immediately and just dove into it.
0: Hell yeah. The, Hard, yeah. Hard-headed
1: into it. Like,
0: I, I feel like... Uh like a lot of people that do entertainment or some kind of like like any form of entertainment they like like they had like a moment of where they captivated like whether it's a small audience like your classmates or like the people around you if you can like like capture their like attention and like have them like you know big up you and everybody's like gassing you up you know you have something cuz not a lot yeah. of people not a lot of people can do that you know what i'm saying yeah Not a lot of people can be like like, not a lot of people can just like because I was a goofy ass, like, kid when I was like younger. I, I wanted to be like a fucking comedian. I used to like, ro- I was like a roaster kind of like, yeah, guy. like I was like, I was the guy that was like always like doing like some funny ass shit in the classroom or like saying some stupid ass shit and getting like the teacher's attention yeah. and making mm-hmm. the class laugh. And like, I was kind of like
1: that too,
0: yeah, like, and, and like, like, not a lot of kids would do like, not a lot of kids could do it because not a lot of people were like actually funny, you know what I'm saying? Some people be like, I'm yeah. funny, but. You know, like like can you like make a whole classroom go crazy? Like <laughs> mm. <laughs> when you when you were a kid. But um right, yeah, man, that's 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 so crazy, man. Um so what was it like that's moving good. from
1: good.
0: yeah, man. What, what, was that? what was that move like uh from Arizona to Florida? Like what was
1: that uh, what was that like? Well, well that that's been a back and forth journey my whole life. My mom uh split up with my pops when I was four years old and I was born in Arizona. We moved to to Atlanta, Georgia when I was like three years old. So I was out there for a little bit. And then uh, they split up out there. She took off uh, back to Arizona. Then we moved to Florida, back and forth. I mean, I've lived in a few different states as well, like, but for short periods of time. So I don't even claim them like that. Like I lived Mm -hmm. in West Virginia for two weeks. I was enrolled in school for two days and then got taken out and we moved again so it's like i've been moving around my whole life but yeah. arizona and florida are my main constants and i i attribute those to the development and to who i am mm-hmm. um well and you i would say uh, oh my bad go, go ahead. ahead you go ahead, no no baby. you're good i was just gonna say as far as like the difference between arizona and florida I feel like, you know, there's pros and cons to everywhere you go in life, but as far as the the main differences in, in the, the two states that I see here, uh, people are a lot, I feel like they're more friendlier out here in Florida than they are in Arizona. They're kind of, some people out there are kind of dickheads, but uh, no offense to my, my, my Arizonans, man, I love you guys. But yeah, some of you guys are rude as hell. That's that Southern hospitality. <laughs> I was just about to say it's the southern hospitality. That is a real thing. It is it's very real. But uh, maybe it's because Arizona's so close to Cali. You know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, like people
0: from, that's what that's what I hear a lot too. Like people from like the West Coast and like the East Coast, like they're all assholes. But if you like, you know, Midwest, you got people that are like like southern motherfuckers, and then you got people like, you know, in the south, you got that uh, you know, that southern hospitality. Yeah. I, I'm from uh, I'm from pure Illinois. It's it's kind of like uh, you kind of get like that like that southern hospitality here because it's kind of like it's like a small town, small
1: city kind of like. Yeah. shit. So uh, uh, so what part of Florida are you from? Like, what, what uh, we- I'm in I'm in uh Brevard County, which is like uh NASA where NASA is. Oh shit! So you yeah, see yeah. like <laughs> spaceships and shit, bro. <laughs> That's a regular routine. That's yeah. That I've been hearing that go off my whole life seeing that go off my whole life bro. have you seen one shoot up in the sky have i seen
0: one blow up like go up in the sky have you seen one like have you oh seen- yeah no that's what i'm saying oh it's reg- bro, that's some wild reg- ass it, shit.
1: it's a regular occurrence out here bro like trust me you'll be sitting you'll be sitting here like right now like if, if there was a rocket going off it would sound like there's like an earthquake happening but and also bro. a big boom that's the sonic boom bro that's fucking wild yeah it's it's (laughs) wild wild. (laughs) are you good bro damn son (laughs) i'm back i'm back yeah no so uh yeah it's it's crazy and and as much and as long as i lived in arizona i've never seen the grand canyon so it's (laughs) it's like you know different strokes
0: so so uh running your own studio bro like uh what is it like you know recording other artists and stuff like how do you uh go about like go about all that shit man and like uh and like have you ever like has there ever been like a moment where like, you ain't got to call no one out, but has there ever been a moment where you're like recording somebody? And you're just like, dude, should we keep this session going? Like, cause like I've seen it before. And I, cause like, I've seen like, I've seen mad engineers. <laughs> like, I, I met, like I've walked in on like sessions before, like on accident. Like, you know, when you like crossing like times and shit like that with other people. And like, uh, I, I didn't like me to like come in on a session, but like the the engineer just looking at me like, I just want to be done with this shit. Like help me. Like Yeah. Me
1: <laughs> <play>. yeah honestly. <laughs> that I I'm I like recording music and I and I love it as a as a as a side job. Yeah. But um I'm honestly burnt out with it. And that that being one of the main reasons.
0: Because there's so many like uh and it's like no offense. Like I want people to like make music and like uh and, but i feel like the one thing that we need to start like one thing that people need to do is just be 100% honest cuz like i'd rather have someone tell me my music is garbage yeah <laughs> cuz like i feel like you know it's like uh we kind of like a lot of a lot of the stuff is like becoming like watered down you know like right and some people may be good at doing the artwork some people may be good at doing the management of music some people may be good at like sometimes mute, like making like the actual music isn't their thing. At one point in time, I thought like I was just trash as fuck, and I just wanted to just manage artists, and like I was trying yeah. to do that at one point. And then I was just like, okay, I, you know, I went back, worked on my craft, and started putting out, you know, better better quality music. I, I, and I feel like that's like uh, another thing, like you know, people should do, like you know, reflect and not be around like yes men. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yes, yeah, I completely really agree.
0: Like, if you got people all up in your air like just telling you, yeah, yeah, you're the, you're the best, you're the GOAT, you're, like, you're this, you're that, then you'll, you'll never figure
1: out like what like your real potential is. I completely agree. And, um, you know, I, I relate that into um, how artists sometimes will want everything cheap. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, like, like, oh, can I get the, like, you try to bargain with me on my studio time you're not going to go to Walmart and be like, bro, let me, let me get this loaf of bread for half off. Yeah. Because, because we're cool. Like I know the manager of Walmart. I'm not going to go in there and be like, Hey bro, hook me up. You know what I mean? Like it's just different. And then, you know, with artwork, everyone tries to haggle and it's just like, or like even with artists who don't buy the beats, it's like, you don't buy the beats and then you don't, and then nobody buys your music, and then you're mad nobody mu- buys your music. I'm not saying that has anything to do with it sometimes, but, it, but it's just it like... Comes,
0: but that's some shit that comes full circle. because like full not, circle. Yeah, like, if you're not willing to invest in yourself, why do you think anyone would invest in you? Like, I recently bought beats, bro. And I, I'm, you know, it was $75 a beat for that person that I bought the beat off of, and I'm just like, shit, yeah. hey, it is what it is. Like, yeah, you know, that person put that time and that effort into, you know, doing that shit, so you know what, I'm gonna pay... I'm gonna get that beat. And I already know it's gonna come back around full circle one day. And like, you know, people are gonna peep the song when it drops, you know? Yeah. And, and it's all about making connections and doing honest work, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a, that's like the main thing that like, uh, that artists really need to understand. It's just like being straight up. Like if you say you're gonna buy a beat or if you say you're gonna get a verse or whatever, just, yeah buy the verse or buy the beat. Don't just say hey, I'm going to buy the beat on this day and then don't buy that beat or whatever. Just, you know, if you can't get it And done I think it, you're
1: going to get it. it kind of goes back to what you were saying a minute ago like so many people are focused on being in the spotlight when they could also just be behind the scenes and still operate in the same, you know, the same yeah. landscape. Like if people teamed up more like oh, like we all do it like okay. But at the end of the day, you know, everybody is 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 blinded by the light they want to be they want to be in the yeah. spotlight
0: man. yeah man and that's why I, that's why i uh, started like this podcast like i was just like man like there's so many like dope artists that are out and like now like so we had like the little peep era and we had like the like the hardcore like you know soundcloud era with xavier wolf and all them and like Ever since, like you know, like certain artists passed away, you have the music industry now pushing out like these manufactured, you know, artists that we have never heard of, and like they they haven't organically been shown to the fans. They we just they keep on force feeding us like these these artists that no one has never ever heard of. Like there's so there's so many artists that are being like just just cranked out now by the machine, like of of, like the music industry. It's it's crazy. I don't remember the last time when we had like a real like organic artist that popped up on the scene like like SoundCloud like type wise like you know how we had like X and all them and like and like uh, Wi-Fi's funeral and like the Florida like pretty much like Florida like Florida was like the was like the epitome of like that of like that SoundCloud era where you where we had like organic artists that were popping up on the scene now we don't really get that no more because like the the I would just call it the music industry machine like it's just cranking out these these people to replicate like who little people was who juice for was who x was and
1: I, and I completely agree I was gonna say the only thing though not all of them are uh undeserving yeah. I would say that like some of them maybe even though they're industry plants like they got the talent or else they wouldn't be in that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't discredit an industry plant, especially if somebody saw the talent in them before they were even anything. So that's it's it's kind of a double edged sword. Yeah, for yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, uh, I respect the grassroots come up, you know, because that's that's what I'm trying to do yeah. uh, rather than I mean. But but at the same time, hey, token, hey, it's, hey, it's, hey, you going to take the- <laughs> Hey, <laughs> if hey, if a if a label hits me up and like hey yo Matt, bro, we see you out there, we wanna we wanna plug you in. Hey, hey, plug me heard, in then. Bro, but the thing about it is
0: though, you already have that org. like you said, you got four albums. Like you got you got you already got albums out on the on fucking iTunes and shit. You already have a foundation already laid out. So even like if that did happen. No, nobody can say, "Oh, macros a fucking Indian, uh, industry plant." No one can. No one can say yeah, that. No, no, <laughs> that's what no. I'm saying. Like, no I, got, one... I
1: got receipts. I got that's receipts.
0: What that's what I'm saying. No one can ever say, "Yo, this dude's an industry plant." It's like, it's, it's like, I wouldn't even be mad if that happened. Like, it, it, like, like, uh, like I, like, I just think that, man, like we just like what, what we're missing is just the more organic artists, and like that is what people. Like, that is what made, like, music really special in, like, 2016, 2017. Like, that era, it made, like, it made, like, the connection to the artists more. Because, you know, you have the No Jumper, like, podcast popping off, too, around that time. And he was, like, uh, he was interviewing all these, like, all the new artists that were on SoundCloud and shit. And, like, because they already had established fan bases. And then he would just be like, yo, hop on the podcast going we're gonna interview and chop it up and shit like that and then boom next thing yeah. you know they on they 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 out here getting millions of views now like and like I feel like that is what we we need to like uh not recreate but you know bring that organic like feel back you know what I'm saying I feel like that's what I, like, think the,
1: <laughs> I don't think it, it's missing I think the market's just over oversaturated. Yeah, that too.
0: The market is definitely
1: oversaturated. Because everything you want is out there. You just have to go find it compared Mm -hmm. to it being more pushed to the front because it's one of its own. Like a lot of that, like you're saying, was like the first of its time. Like when SoundCloud artists really started popping and like, you know, just like, it was like y'all got, it's just like Soldier Boy when he blew up off of YouTube you yeah. know not everybody going to blow up off of youtube like soldier boy did not mm-hmm. everybody going to blow up off of soundcloud like you know little peep and them did yeah. or x you know what i'm saying not everybody's yeah. going to blow up off of tiktok like whoever is going to blow up off of tiktok cuz that's the new thing you know what i mean so yeah. it's 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 just the way it is and i think um it's just trying to be um more than a drop of of water in the in the ocean you know what i mean because that's all we are everybody's out here doing the same thing what can we do to stand out find your lane like even though i said i'm not calling myself a nerdcore artist i am my whole goal right now is to do nothing but essentially nerdcore music Mm -hmm. because there's a market for it because i i it works for me but it works for me in the sense of what I need for my life and what my goals are. It aligns perfectly yeah. And it's related, really, it, in everything about nerdcore and stuff like that, it, it
0: relates to me and I'm pretty sure it relates to you too. I watch anime, I already, I see you got the tattoo with the hidden leaf. Bro, like, I already, like, yeah, man. Like, I already know, like you got like the, <laughs> like, like it relates like your life. So like, i I I'd rather people rap about like shit that's really like happening in their life. And like people that like really like relates like that shit you know, someone that's not really, you know, for like someone that's not really in the nerdcore making nerdcore music or not someone that's not in the anime claiming like I'm
1: an anime fan, you know what I'm saying? They just use and me, you can you, know? you can weed those people out pretty quickly too. Yeah. That's the one that's the one cool thing about nerdcore. It's like you know when somebody knows a show or knows a character in and out and is able to literally em- embody this character mm-hmm. and present to you a verse as if I was this 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 character, you know? Mm. So versus uh, somebody just being like, oh, I'm, I'm I, I cut them like Zoro, I'm stretching like Luffy, yeah. um, you know, yeah. just yeah. Simple, yeah. Simple, simple bars that are like, oh, research, what's their character name? Okay, what's the, you know, like they could do very yeah. surf, surface level research and just skate by. It. But the people mm. that are in, in depth with it, those are the ones that are gonna rise to the to the to the cream of the crop. And that kind of goes back to the oversaturation. Like, there's so many nerdcore artists. And. Yo, yo! Yo, we got a special guest in the building. Hold on. Yo, we got a special guest, Ty Lord of Black Jew. He's also a fellow nerdcore artist. Here, pull up a chair. Pull up this chair uh, right over here. This side, right right side. What's going on? So this this changed from a solo interview to a hey. Dubs. Hold on. So let me let me introduce. Oh man! You. Let me introduce the. What up, homie? This, this is hey, Ty. Hey, Ty, Lua, the Black Jew. What's good? What's uh, up? Oh. He actually uh is the one that pretty much introduced me into nerdcore. So this is uh actually really great that he just showed up. We're uh, gonna oh, be man. working on some music here in a minute. So oh man! So oh, you're from- doing
2: uh, an amazing interview of. Of the magnificent macro
0: here? Hell yeah, man. Uh, so 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 what is your artist name? Tyler the Black Jew. Tyler the Black Jew. So you make nerdcore music or is it you make strictly nerdcore music or what what is your what are like what are like the genres of music that you make?
2: I mean, I originally started out just making music about <laughs> me and myself. And then over time <laughs> I realized, like listening to my lyricism, talking about anime and comics and stuff like that. It was like do other people actually do this? So I did. I did a little research. Started looking around. I'm like, oh,
0: there's a whole community <laughs> of
2: people that legit are just <laughs> feeling like Goku. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, like, air, okay, there's a whole thing to this. Oh yeah. So I started hopping on that. But I've been paying attention to Matt for like the past four years. I'm like, he be saying. Every time I hear, I'll hear a nice bar just. What nerd the nerdcore community would go
1: nuts over, and and the cool thing about me and Tyler is we 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 worked together prior towards uh, working together in nerdcore. Like a few years ago, I was putting together ciphers just around here locally in Bavard County. I called it the Brevard County Cipher, and I had um, him and a few other artists uh, come to my studio, record the track, and I put together a video, and we put it out. And, You know that was yep. that was dope. So that's dope. And a fun. few years later, yeah, that was good connection. A good few years later, here we now. are. You know, hell you yeah. Know, the nerdcore thing.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask you about those ciphers, man. But I have another
1: question. When how did you come up with your name, Macro? Oh man, this one's funny. All right, so when I first started, back when I was uh, in uh, like high school and shit, I was going by Mark E G, like M A R K dash. E G and uh it was given to me by a homie because he was like you guys can't come up with your own names you got to be named and he was like you're gonna be you're gonna be Marky G and I was like man like like Marky Mark yeah he was like like, nah like Mark E G and like I was like all right I I guess I can rock with that I wasn't I wasn't really worried about it too much so Marky G was my come up name and then um Okay, so intermission, which adds to the story. Until I I got my license, I thought my name was Marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S. I got my license and shit and found out that my real name was Marcos with an O. So my name is Marcus. My name is Marcus, but with an O. So, (laughs) So upon this revelation, I'm like, oh, shit, my name is Marcos. I was like, yo, I'm Marco. So I started going by Marco. And uh, at the time, it was when everybody was adding like little uh, Marco to Don, was mine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Marco this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People were just adding things to their name. So I was Marco to Don. And then um, I uh, just dropped the Don at one point because I was like, ah, that's kind of corny. I'm not a Don. So let me drop that. And then, uh, <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in Wendy's. I was working at Wendy's in Arizona when I had moved back there in like 2010, 11, after I graduated high school and shit. And I was uh, freestyling with the homie in the the, uh, lobby and I'm like, yo, it's Marco, M-A-C-R-O, because I'm dyslexic. So sometimes I spit words wrong. Yeah. So, but that actually helped me because after that I was like, yo, Macro, who is Macro? And then after, I was like, "Bro, did you hear that?" I was like, "Bro, <laughs> I said my name is Macro." I was like, "Yo, that shit sounds dope. I think I'm gonna use that because I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like it's me, but it's just my name just switched around. So it's not like I'm saying I'm a Mac. I'm just Macro because I'm dyslexic and I said my name, you know, backwards yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so, so that's that's fucking crazy. That's how I got my name Macro, and I I I've been sticking with it ever since because I'm like, that's me, you know. Yeah." So, so, um, <laughs> how, so like, so like, wh- when were like your
0: first ciphers, and then like, how do you come up with them, and like, how do you pick the artists that you want to like do the ciphers with, and like the beat, and like the, and like the subject matter and stuff like that, like, like how do you go about like that, like, like doing like these
1: ciphers and shit. Um. Okay, so back at, like when I was doing like regular ciphers around the county and stuff. I would just make a post and be like, yo, I'm about to do a cypher. Who wants to be in it? And then everybody would comment, be like, oh, I'm down. I'm down. I would have uh, them either organize amongst themselves, put together a team of four people that they'd like to be on the song with, or whatever. I'm pretty open minded when it comes to collaborating and bringing people together. I like to network regardless and just want as many people to come together as possible. So Mm -hmm. I don't pick and choose. I mean, I, yeah, and it's not like uh, I have a network of people where I wouldn't be willing to work with them. So, like, if they're in my network, I'm, I'm willing to work with them for the most part. And everybody that reached out, um, you know, I put together groups and whatnot. Like, back in 2000, what was it, 16, that's when I did my first cypher. I put together two different cyphers for around the county. Took a couple of years and then I did the one with oh, yeah. him. yeah,
2: wasn't that the royal?
1: The royal, the royal, uh, yeah. the royal family cipher. That was yeah. that. And uh, yeah, because I have a, a brand called Royal Vision that was supposed to be my label and everything. And I did the Royal Family Cipher. I did two of them, and uh, you know it did pretty well. And uh, really, it was a it was a promotion tactic for me to promote my studio because I'm bringing the artist in to uh, to record at my studio. I'm the one that made the beat. I'm the, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna shoot the video. So it's like, it's just really a great way for me to get my services, you know, known to the artists and whatnot.
0: Dude, one thing that like, I wanna point out that like a lot of, that I want like other artists and like kids that are like gonna like watch this shit. One thing that I want to take from this is like how much work you put in. Number one, you have your bachelor's, number two, you record your own stuff you're shooting your own videos like you're, you're lear- like you you learn like that ground level shit that a lot of people like they ignore it like they want like everything right now they don't want to like you know put that time and like learn all that information and stuff and like you you know a lot of like the behind the scenes shit that a lot of people don't even know and it's really important uh not only to promote yourself but to you know help other artists out connect connecting people like like you Honestly, dude, you're very fucking talented, bro. Like, this is crazy. Like, I this blew my, like, I'm not even going to lie. I did not expect none of this information to come out of your mouth when we did this fucking interview. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah, <bro. laughs> like, this is like, not. The
2: unexpected, though.
0: Yeah, bro, and like. Be, and I
2: know he'd be working, because I, I learned from watching his steps a little bit. I used to kind of be stuck in the mud. I'd be watching him, I'm like, all right. Hell yeah. Choose my battles. I'll start by doing that.
0: <laughs> hell yeah. So, but, so yeah,
2: connections and doing everything. Like I'm just be watching him slightly, and I'm catching some stuff.
0: Hell yeah, Getting man!
2: Nervous.
0: Um, so yeah. where'd you get your bachelor's at? Like, where'd you go to school? Wholesale University. Yeah how how was that? How'd you like it?
1: Uh, it was in Orlando. Um, let's see, I was that was 2012, and I uh, had just moved back from Arizona and I was, my mom was like, oh, I want you to go to college. And I was like, well, if I'm going to go to college, I'm going to go to college that I want to go to. And Full Sail is a, you know, like one of those um, music colleges and whatnot. So my initial idea was, oh, I'm going to go for music. So I started off in the, uh, the music production program and then six to eight months into the program, um, I just, was, I just realized this isn't what I wanted to learn because I was like, I was already kind of doing what I needed to do as far as recording and everything. So I dropped out of that program and transferred over into the entertainment business program because I figured um, it would be better for me in the long run to have a business degree because a music production degree, like I can't take that to like, you know, just in case anything didn't work out with music, I could take a business degree, a bachelor's business degree compared to a mu- an associate's music degree. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just was like, oh, it's just an all around better, you know, upgrade yeah. to go to the, uh, the, the entertainment business. Plus, that way I'm protected as an artist no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. I won't need to hire so-and-so because I'll be able to go into a business meeting and, and be able to look over the documents and understand what's going on, you mm-hmm. know, compared to going in blind just with a music production degree. So that was my uh, thought process on that. But the whole experience was awesome uh, on campus, uh, but stuff happened. I ended up having to move back home because of uh, a roommate situation. And then I uh, transferred from the campus program to online. And then once that happened, man, Oh man, it, it took a turn for the bad because I was not a good online student at all. <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. I honestly got kicked out for like a year because yeah. they were like, bro, you're not doing no work. You're not even trying. So what's the point? We're going to suspend you for a year. And I ended Jeez. up I ended up coming back and then ended up doing the doing good and then falling into the same routine of just not doing the work they ended up suspending me again for I think six months or something like that. So I ended up turning a, a what was supposed to be a two year program into like five years somehow. Cause I, I started in 2012. I didn't get my degree until 2017, mm-hmm. but you know, regardless of how long it took me, you I got it. Yeah. Yeah. And I might've, you know, failed along the ways and I'm, a lot of things that I regret about the situation, like not uh, or kind of taking it for granted. Because once I first started, it was cool. Like I was all gung ho. Like I was like, "Yes, yes, student. Every day, I'm never gonna miss. You know, I'm never gonna be late. <laughs> Perfect <experience. laughs> I, I literally was sitting in the front of the class taking notes. Like I was hyped. I was hyped to be in school. And then, you know, just after falling into that routine out so long, and just it was just like, okay, well, I kind of got. I don't know. Just fell out of it. Yeah. I didn't, uh, do too well but I'm happy for the experience I learned a lot and uh, the biggest thing that I took from the whole situation was what they kept preaching was be professional you know practice professionalism especially online and network 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 network, network. that was the main thing they preached was mm-hmm. network.
0: um how would you describe like the music scene uh, both you both you guys I, I want like both your perspectives how would you describe the music scene in the area that you're in
2: um, like from Melbourne, or just maybe Bar County in general.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, just like overall, like, like the county that you guys are in, and like, um, maybe like the neighboring counties that you guys like go to,
2: like, how would you describe like that, like that music scene? All right, well, the area that I'm new to Florida, I've only been here for about five years or so, but I haven't, like, grown up in the mu- music industry yet. Because when I first started, I like music wasn't my first go to. It was more or less like dance and theater and then music slid into the slid into the mix somewhere. So by the time I got out of here, I didn't really know much of the music scene. Like he's legit one of the first artists I've encountered even out here. Mm. Um, but I'm from Vegas and they're all over the place. Like you go outside, mm. there's people on the corners just spitting. But I've noticed out here, it's also a retirement, Um, it's a retirement state. Florida's a retirement state, so you got a lot of old heads out here that aren't really into the newer stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And as far as like my genre, because I'm, I gen now I've pretty much strictly just done nerdcore. Like grandma doesn't care to hear about Star Wars. (laughs) like that it's just it's just that's how it is yeah um but yeah there it's a retirement town as far as like surrounding areas i've performed up in kiss me a lot so but they're close to orlando so Mm. anything close to orlando or down south towards miami they get it gets it's more my speed so so i'm more used to seeing artists you know working here working there it's like okay I like this. It's like I like this, Mm. but current like in Melbourne specifically, I feel like that's where a majority of the old heads have moved to because it's central and Mm. it's not all that busy around
1: there. Uh, Uh, That's just now let me interject because that's his experience and that's a a very very (laughs) very outsider opinion of this area.
2: Yep, yep. Yeah. (laughs) The
1: the real area is as far as the music scene goes, it's not like who lives here, and it's it's also a broad spectrum. It's not just old people that live here, <laughs> but um, you know, this is this is a retirement area, and it's a family area. That's more than anything, but um, and it's a tourist spot. Like, so this place is always flooded with uh, different kinds of people. Yeah, but the music scene is more like what you expect. <clears throat> like the YNW Mellie's, Kodak Black's, <clears throat> you know, a lot of uh, more trap hood artists around here. Those those artists dominate <clears throat> dominate this area. The clubs around here, there's very few that cater to that music. So for someone like uh, Tyler or myself, and not so much myself because uh, I've, I've, I've make music that like I said, I don't, I don't make nerdcore, I haven't made nerdcore music up until recently. So I have, mm. you know, I tried to cater to this area as far as, you know, well, not just, I make music for myself, but I also tried to consider the people that were listening and tried to, you know, I also like the music. So it's just like, I'm trying to, you know, fit in in a sense while still standing out as myself. And mm. I just, uh, I think it's just a lack of promotion on my end, but uh, I just have never been received is, uh, as well as I would have liked. Like, I have a lot of respect. Like, you know, he he knew about me before I knew that he knew about me, you know what I mean? And like, there's, I come across people all the time when I'm out and about, like, oh, what's up, man? Ain't hey, your Mackerel, aren't you? You know, oh, I've seen yeah. your music video videos, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, I, I'm known around here in a sense, but it's just like that support that's like kind of just floating out there doesn't reflect into the numbers and to the you know just what I would technically need in order to elevate to the next level so yeah
0: what do you think but, um what do you what do you think will elevate you to the next level what do you think um like like what do you like what, what are your ideas to elevate to like the next level what do you like What, what goals well the biggest like, issue that down?
1: I'm the, the biggest issue that I've dealt with is the fact that I um like I know how to promote and market but it's just about doing it. You know what I mean? Being consistent mm, with it. Like yeah. my problem is, I'm such a creative that I overwhelm myself with creation. You
2: get lost.
1: That I don't take the time to promote, and yeah, that's the thing about being an independent artist. You have to literally wear so many hats. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like I said, I I already wear so many hats as is, trying to be a you know run a studio and do all different kinds of things. But I don't know. But I, Real quick, I wanted to go back to this before um, I forget. the The main difference, like I've been around here making music for a while, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen more love in the few months that I've been in the nerdcore community than I feel like I've ever received as a whole in the in this whole area. Yeah. So that so that just goes to show you the sense of community that niche has because it is a niche, and so those people in the community are very supportive and receptive. Uh, and uh, one of the
0: reasons why I feel like that is because uh, like there's like, you don't know, like when I was growing up watching anime and shit and like I was watching Yasha, Big O and all that shit, man. Like yeah. there was no there was no rap music for that shit. Like there was no music for it. All you had was the, the motherfucking like the outro, you know, after the TV show. Yep, the yeah, the intro. <laughs> like, that's all you had. There was no one like, hey, I'm about to make a song about this shit. Like, you, you didn't no. have. It and like, that was the Pokemon uh,
1: rap. That was about Yeah,
0: it. yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck
1: yeah. I order. not write a rap. They were just uh, screaming.
0: Yeah, they were just saying the names, bro. Like, yeah, like, there, there's like oh. now. And then like I feel like uh I can't wait till uh like like I said, y'all open. We we still like over here in Illinois, like we still kind of we kinda open, but like we 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 not open. Like <laughs> like we <I'll> not <laughs> <laughs> like we ain't got like you no know, venues open to perform or anything like that. We can't do open mics and like uh I know that nerdcore party uh that that uh is that, that nerdcore party con? NBC, yeah. That shit got
1: canceled.
0: Yeah, it's in Chicago, and um because I got canceled too. I it's just, it's, it's trash because of like, because of the COVID shit and like the, the, the COVID regulations. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. So like a lot of like the venues around here, you know, they either shutting down or not coming back. And a lot of the spots that uh my, my homies would do open mics at, you know, they, they're not coming, they're never coming back. Like they they're shut down for good. So like, it's going to be hey. hard. Like yeah. it's, it's going to be a little bit hard for, you know, some of the artists to like bounce back in like the Midwest area but yeah. like a lot of people are going to be thirsty to come to the venues to see artists perform. Like, because yeah. uh, people are dying for entertainment. Like, especially, I don't know how it is over there in Florida, but like over here, people are
1: dying for entertainment. Like, like- Okay, I'm glad you said that because this this uh, brings back something you said earlier, like wanting more organic artists to kind of rise up. hmm Now that you're, now that artists are fake, because you got to think of just how things play out. Now that you guys are faced with adversity over there as far as not being able to have venues and stuff, you're going to have to get creative. You're going to have to think mm-hmm. outside the box and how are you going to reach these people out here and yeah. still be able to, to stand yeah. out from the crowd even though there is nothing for you to be able to do so. You have to create that and so it's going to be interesting and the people that do are, are ahead of their time on that and see, see forward and think like that and they're like, okay, clubs aren't coming back. What do I do? How am I gonna step up and, and make myself still stand out regardless, yeah. whether it be just on the internet, creating a, a you know, a crazy internet present presence or figuring out a way to get on the streets and still tap in with the people. Yeah. So so I mean, we're gonna see some, we're gonna see some organic shit coming within the next couple of years. Yeah. That's what that's what that made me think when you said, okay, there's nothing, you know, what I'm saying it's kind of a bad, it's a down bad situation right now. Yeah. yeah. The down bad is gonna create something.
0: No, like, like, and the thing about it is, though, like I said, like, when when things open up, bro, like, imagine, like, how I I can only imagine how packed, like, the Nerdcore PartyCon thing is going to be in Chicago when it, when it actually is able to be open. Like, I can only imagine how many people are going to show up because of how many people had to, like, just stay inside the house, you know, it's how many people had to, like, you know, just be inside and not be able to, like, go to, like, a show and watch performers. Like, like, like they that's just that's open it. one of
2: those. That's
0: going to going it's gonna so slap, bro. Like, and like yeah, it's gonna slap sold out immediately. Like bro, bro, I, most of the, like most of like the shows that like I went to, um, like open mics and stuff like that, people showed up, but I feel like people are realizing a lot of people that I talk to now, they realize that they took uh they took a they took entertainment for granted. Yeah. Like, they took it for, like, a lot of people are, like, and I'm realizing that myself, like, because, like, I, I I didn't go to, like, I stopped going to, like, a lot of shows um around, like, 2019 and 20 and 2020, and I was, like, damn, bro, I wish I would have went, you know, to this show or that show, and, like, now, like, you know. I, like, there is no shows. I should have yeah. went. Yeah, I should have fucking went, and now people are, like, you know, shit, I'm a GOAT. Like, like. The next show that's I'm open about here, I've been they're at it. Y'all can find who it is. I'm showing up. <laughs> like, that's how, like, you know, and that's how a lot of people are thinking now over in this area, like, where I'm at in the Midwest. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, in Cali, people are, like, um, they're, they're dying for, you know, performance, performances in, in New York, they're dying for the performances and stuff like that. So I'm hyped to see, like, the Comic-Con shit and, like, venues yeah. open and, like, people being able to perform. Because, like, like, you know, y'all can come down here, and fucking perform at the like the Nerdcore party kind of shit. It'll be lit. Like
1: it'll be fire. I'm, already, I'm already knowing shit gonna pop off. Like it, it's just, uh, it's just. A Man, matter. I tried, I tried to tap in with the NPC. I was like, "Yo, what's up with the performance slot?" They're like, "We already had our uh, open uh, audition calls and everything, so we're locked in with the artists." But yeah, so. Man, it don't even yeah. matter, bro. All you
0: gotta do is show up, and people gonna
1: show love either way. Like, I don't know. I was going to say, I'm not going to reveal it, but you know what I'm saying? Like I was saying, there's people that rise to the, to the challenge of adversity and I have plans to still be able to do what I got to do and get mm-hmm. seen and get heard. So it, yeah. it'll come when it comes.
0: Hell yeah. Um, so what are, what are like the next things you got like coming up and like, what are like the next projects that you're working on?
1: Well, thanks to the, to the nerd, nerd core community, I've, you know, been able to decide that, uh because a lot of artists on the Nerdcore scene, they uh, do consistent uh, uploads and they're like either weekly or bi-weekly. My thing is just going to be three songs a month. I'm going to do one solo song, one feature, and one cypher every month. And that's just going to be my thing. And um, and um, I'm thinking about dropping on Mondays currently uh, because I'm a smaller artist and you know, everybody, drops, everybody drops on Fridays and Saturdays. So I'm going to just try out Mondays, you know, call it macro Mondays or whatever, mm-hmm. see how that goes. But I literally have uh, songs already planned out until June, like Concrete, I already have the beats and everything. Those are already set. Everything's ready for up until June. And then the other day, I just went ham and <laughs> literally plotted out the rest of the year. So I have every song that I'm gonna make for the rest of the year it's just about making it at this point
2: yeah See, um learning smart okay.
0: <laughs> what is what is like some of the advice that you have uh, that you could give to like artists that want to you know venture out into you know doing their own music videos recording themselves networking like what kind of advice do you have for like artists that want like you know that are, that are just now starting off?
1: uh, don't be discouraged. Don't give up, you know, have determination that you're going to get somewhere. And like, what I, what Mm. I tell people sometimes is like, like you were saying, uh, we said earlier, like, you know, some people are focused on being an artist when they can be this and that, you know, sometimes you're not going to discover that you're a great graphic artist until you, you know, saying something led you to that. Like you can start off being an artist, like a recording artist. And then, you know, like, Oh, I need a cover. And then you just try to do do graphics and you're like, Oh, wow. I really like doing graphics. I think mm. I'd rather do graphics, you know, mm. so you can't figure out where you want to swim until you get your toes in the water a little bit, you
2: know. Yeah, so you gotta try
1: it. You gotta if you don't you try it, you're not gonna get you it. You never anywhere. know. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: Because I remember I started in theater. Yeah, I was just doing acting and then I was like, you know what? We did um West Side Story and there was the choreographed dance scenes. I'm like, all right, I kind of like dancing too. <laughs> then we started and then we started dancing and we started dancing to like hip hop and stuff. And I'm like, yo, this slaps. This is I'm like, this slaps. I'm like, I can just do all of
1: these and I'll do fine. That's wild. <laughs> so oh. basically the, the, biggest, the biggest take from that is the, you know, don't be afraid to try new things. If you want to, you know, if you want to do it, then do it. But it's like, uh, I've had friends that thought they wanted to try to do their own graphics I would try to sit there and teach them. It's not for everybody. You know, sometimes- It takes you have patience. You, you know, exactly. And just what do you really want? So know mm-hmm. your goals, define your goals and you know know your strengths and weaknesses. And if, if you're not a good graphic artist and you don't, and if it's going to take you three years to get good at being a graphic artist, are you going to be dedicated to taking that time to research, to, to get all the materials, to get mm. everything you need to become a good graphic artist? or are you gonna give up after a few weeks because you know you're not getting good or or whatever the case may be you know mm-hmm. i don't know i <clears throat> the biggest thing is to just be the, just to persevere even through the tough times or when you think it's not gonna work so i don't know everybody's different though but if yeah. anybody ever fucking needs advice hit me up i'll do my best to, to help out anybody that's ever got a, a problem or question you know so
0: yeah, yeah. Um, all right, before we end this, from both of you guys, your top three favorite animes.
2: Favorite? Favorite what? Animes. Animes? See, i have to do the ones that top I've three. seen. So, Naruto is oh, my, my favorite. Like, that that was, that was what started me. That's what I grew up <coughs> on. Um... So scared. <laughs> 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 Listen, Demon Slayer is currently now one of my favorites because I've watched it all. Yeah, because I I won't say yo this is my favorite knowing I haven't seen it all because Ooh. Death Note was my favorite and I liked it, but when they started getting toward the end and like put like that ending ruined it for me. Yeah, like, when they, like, when, they know, man, it, when they kill my yeah, man, when they killed my yeah, like it immediately went down from there for me. Yeah, because I was like this wasn't what I was expecting. But I was okay. expecting him to get away with But Dude, I wanted him to get away with it. That would've made the story so much better. But if I had to say, it, it's top three, Naruto, Demon Slayer, and Dragon Ball is a C. Not super, <laughs> Dragon Ball, I did, I liked it, but I know that, I like deep down in my mind, I know it was a gag anime. Bulma literally said it. Like it was in the middle of an episode. She was like, she pulled out of nowhere. She's like, "Y'all really gonna do this in a gag anime?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like,
1: all right, Dragon Ball Z gets my respects." All right. Well, I hate this question because I'm so indecisive, and I like I just appreciate it all. You've seen a lot, I, too. I appreciate it all, but <clears throat> I will say Naruto is uh and, th- and this is no order naruto um fuck, i hate this question
0: um, <laughs> like like if you were on the an island and you could only pick three <laughs> three animes to watch <laughs>
1: Oh man. Oh, uh, I wouldn't want anime. I'd w- I would I want to way off the island. <laughs> um, um, no. Oh no. If I was on anime, I would watch Dr. Stone so I could learn how to build oh, civilization. Okay, okay. Come on. <laughs> all right. I'll just I'll just I'll just say I'll just say three that I really enjoy and really like um Naruto, you know what I'm saying? Obviously aside from the fillers, it's just the story is great. So, all right. <laughs> I, even the films were entertaining i okay, i appreciate okay. the entertainment but okay so naruto i love attack on titan for the just crazy just obviously it's just wild and then the fact that uh the storyline is so complex
0: yeah
1: attack on titan is great and then um a new one that i just watched recently that i'll give into my uh top three uh because of the ending, is Code geox I knew it. Yep. Oh. I knew it. it. I, was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to give it. I have to say that one because the ending is so fire Oh shit,
0: really? yeah, dude!
1: I, uh, Code geox is wild. Honestly, it's a wild ass anime. Honestly, so I, I have to give that one in. What's your What's your What's your top three? All right, my top three, man. All right, so like.
0: I would say since Inuyasha was like the first anime that I ever watched, I would have to say Inuyasha. And because like like, like the Shikon Jewel Shard, I like how I like just like the whole storyline and all that shit <laughs> with, the, with the bitch jump. Okay, Gome jumping down in the fucking well and she's traveling time and shit. Like that shit was crazy. So uh, Inuyasha, um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, uh, that was my okay. shit. Because, like, dude, like, I-, I was one of them kids that, that would, like, stay up to like, you know, 5 a.m. and shit. Adult Slim Hopper. Wait for it to come on. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, I was, like, one of them kids. Like, so, yeah, I would say Unuyasha, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And, man, my third one. Man, this is hard. Because I really like Naruto. Oh, dude. I
1: need to finish Full Metal Alchemist. Me yeah. too.
2: To
0: be honest with uh, you. Fuck. Inuyasha. See. Fuck, uh, man. This is so See, hard. The ther- I, I
2: think, hard. I think I
0: think Naruto my I think Naruto's my third one. And oh, honestly, because yeah. like when I had MySpace, bro, my shit was Naruto everything, bro. I had the Naruto Shippuden background and shit. Like I used to have like the before I even knew they were AMVs, bro, I had like the Lincoln Park fucking like it was like Naruto yes. and Sasuke fighting each other. Part like, A- <laughs> one, bro. It it was was, was, <laughs> the
2: Trap, Headstrong. Dude, yeah, Headstrong. We yeah. discovered YouTube existed yeah. it was through Naruto. Oh shit. Yeah, through Naruto and Spider Man Three, I realized the YouTube existed.
0: Yeah, bro. Like that, That's when I found out that like Naruto had that Nine Tail Fox form and shit through uh, through uh-huh. YouTube. Cause you, cause like the Japanese, uh, the, the dub version didn't come out yet in the U.S. Cause all we got was like the, you know, the English version and it didn't reach that to that point. And right. then, uh, yeah, I would just like put those clips on my MySpace page and like, <laughs> my, my, you were you're <laughs> ahead of your
1: time, man. You were ahead of
0: your yeah, time. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Shit, that was, bro, uh, Naruto was my shit, dude. I was a, I was a geek bro over that shit, bro. I, I sure used to have me geeking, bro. But um, man, any, anything you want to plug? Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, both of you guys, uh, anything you guys yeah, want to plug?
1: Yeah, no, it's just uh, must be Mac. Um, I have a, I'll send you my link tree or whatever. You can put that in the description. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah, it has all my links and, and stuff, so yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. Shit,
2: my name's Todd Lord Black Jew. If you look up black Jews with two S's, so... <laughs> oh, I'll appear. Oh. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate
1: you having us on, man. That was uh, that was, was really cool. I enjoyed talking with you. Heck
2: yeah, hey, you excited, too, man.
1: Nice. Hey, nice yeah, to have the
2: house and chill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you guys for hopping on, man. And uh, this is the Scotty Show. Uh, this is Macro. Hey, peace, guys. Heck yeah.